You're listening to the weekly Pick Doctor Sports Betting Podcast. I'm the Rez. And this is the Chief. Every week, we'll share our best ideas and strategies for placing bets on major sports. And try to make you a winning better. For the latest and greatest, follow us on Twitter at PickDoctorsCA. Welcome to episode 15 of the Pick Doctors Sports Betting Podcast. I'm the Chief, and here is Rez. Hello, hello, hello. How's everyone doing today? Well, I'm going. I'm doing pretty well. What's new with you, Rez? I see you've been on a little bit of vacation. Yeah, we're, we're actually here together in the same room, so it's nice. Uh, it's kind of tough. I only have one, one computer screen right now, so I can't really look up things as quickly as usual, but hopefully it works. Maybe the banter going back and forth is a lot easier than before. Yeah, so, we'll see how it goes. Looking forward to this episode, much like looking forward to watching hockey again. Yeah, I know. It's uh, All the players are finally coming back, their isolation requirements. I think you were looking up a few things about how they've changed so the NHL players can come back faster versus what they're, what was happening earlier in December. Yeah, so their, their original uh, rule was they would have to isolate for 10 days and then produce uh, two, uh, posi- or, sorry, two negative tests. Uh, now they've reduced that to half, so five days, and hopefully they've either recovered or maybe the original test was uh, a false positive, uh, and then they can join, rejoin their team again, and uh, hopefully uh, you know, the games will be as smooth and uh, the regular players we're expecting to see and play will be uh, on the ice. So this will definitely help our sports picking now too because that was pretty hectic the last two weeks there where we couldn't really know what to pick, where to pick, who to, who to pick... Because every time you have to check the game, maybe two hours before the puck drop, before we know who's actually out. So anyways, hopefully that, that, that goes out. Yeah, well, before we jump into our hockey picks, let's uh, take a look at our football picks from uh, last episode or last episode. Yeah, last I, I, I have the recap here. So last week, we did pretty well. Our podcast picks, 2-0 and once again. Uh, my pick was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to be, to be over the Carolina Panthers by 10. They won that easily, 32-6. to so this was a bounce back game that I called for uh, Tom Brady since they were shut out 9-0 the week before. So as expected, he came back strong and easily covered that spread. And then you yourself, you had Washington-Dallas over 47. Want yeah. to talk a little bit about that? That was really I don't, I don't even talk much. I mean, they, I think they went over after the first half, right? Yeah. So... So that was well. Uh, Dallas Dallas beat the beat the over just on themselves by themselves. Yeah. So kind of as expected, the their first meeting we were unlucky. They had all those red zone trips. They didn't. Uh, uh, the Cowboys couldn't produce, but uh, this time around they they came through uh, as expected, and uh, that was an easy easy cover. So and then Twitter we had a few picks. Uh, so overall that we didn't do too well on the Twitter side, but overall we went three and four. For NFL, so yeah, not a, a couple tight ones, yeah. but but that's you, about hey, it. we even backed the Raiders once and they won. Imagine that. Yeah, and no, there's no picks for NHL. Obviously, we didn't. Uh, there's no games last week when we recorded, so we will give NHL picks this week. So not not to worry out there. Um, just let everyone know. So now for podcast picks, we now bring our record for NFL to twenty ten and one. So that's plus 8.42 units for anyone who bet uh, NFL just on the podcast. And if you combine that with the NHL picks we have, it's plus 12.45 units altogether. All right, good stuff. Why don't we go into this week? 
Okay, game number one. All right, so there's no Thursday night game, just let everyone know, because usually we're, we're recording this while the Thursday night football game is on. So just a reminder, everybody, we look at four games every week. We give our leans for each one of them. At, at the very end, both the Chief and the Res, myself, we pick one game as our podcast pick of the week. So game number one, the Miami Dolphins versus Tennessee Titans. So this is the conference game. So the lines opened at the Tennessee Titans as favorites for minus three and a half. Still sits at minus three and a half, so didn't really move. The game total started at 41 and now moved down just a little bit to 40. So the only key injury I saw here in this game was Julio Jones, who's just got COVID uh, protocol from December 26. So why did you want to look at this game, Chief? So I know that uh, there are some personnel issues on, on both sides, but these two teams still have uh, important records to maintain or if not, uh, play opposition to game. So we expect them to both come out and uh, you know play play well, stick to their uh, you know what's been going well for them. And, and actually one of the things that's been going well for both teams is uh, their defense. So I thought like this might be an uh, under candidate uh, when I was first looking at the game and the line the total has dropped quite a bit. Uh, to 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 kind of represent that. So I still like the total when I graded it out. You know, under forty is uh, a still very viable number. Uh, both defenses are pretty 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 tough. Uh, the lean. Well, is I just want to watch out one one of the defenses. The the Tennessee pass defense may not be as good as what we think it is. They're actually one of the second. I think the second worst. They allow two hundred forty six yards per game. Yeah. In pass defense, but the but, rush defense takes it up. Yeah, but I think a lot of that was like heavyweighted into the first half of the season, right? Yeah. So, okay. so definitely the you know the, these these two teams, both defenses have been really good. And I mean the the Dolphins Dolphins have uh, relied on their defense to kind of go on this nice little win streak. I think they've won seven in a row. No, here here's a little stat: Dolphins defense have last four games have held all opponents to 250 yards or less per game combined passing or rushing. Just putting that in perspective, the league average is 340 yards of offense per game. So they're well below league average right now in the last four weeks. Yeah. So while I lo- when I looked at this game, you know, under definitely comes to mind. Uh, when I'm grading the game, it looks like under is a, a viable play, so I'd lean there. Um, I think A.J. Brown's going to make a, a big difference for the, uh, for the Titans here. And um, it's kind of interesting, you know, Ryan Tannehill going back to play the his old team. Uh, I don't think it's the first time he's doing it, so it's not uh, maybe uh, revolutionary. But um, I think the, the the Titans could still cover here, um, but I, I don't really have an opinion on the on the side. How about you? So I was going to lean Miami for this game because one, they're on a seven game win streak. Titans are struggling on their side um, since their bye. Uh, they've had two of their three games under 300 yards of offense. So they're, they're, they aren't uh, doing what they're doing since the beginning of the season. So I, I see the Miami really pushing for that playoff spot here. Um, and they could possibly upset here. So I would lean their spread. You don't have us being on either side? Yeah, I mean, I, if, I, if I was forced to, I think Tennessee will still make this a statement game for themselves. And I think A.J. Brown will be a tough tough wideout to, uh, to, for the Dolphins to stop. They haven't had to play, you know, like kind of a, you know, super elite um, all-star type uh, wideout. So uh, in the last couple weeks, so I okay. feel like that's a good spot for them. But anyways, if I had to play something so, here, I'd play the under. You play the under? Okay. Yeah. All right. Game number two. This one, 
I'm a little surprised you actually picked this game because it's a game of two nobodies who are both out of the playoffs. I'm not sure how hard they'll, they'll try. So this is Detroit versus Seattle. The spread for Seattle is they're favored. It opened at minus 9.5, moved down a bit to minus 7.5, and, and the game total opened and still currently sits at 42.5. So... I why did you pick this one? <laughs> I, I yeah, I feel like uh, it's it's the end of the season, like you said. It's kind of a meaningless game for both teams, but uh, you know Seattle's had a, a, a bit of a struggle. Um, definitely, you know, not the season that they had hoped for. Um, but uh, I think they still have a lot of pride and you know being able to play at home. And there's a big advantage here, and I feel like they really should be double digit favorites here um, against uh, a, a Lions team that um, you know we, we've seen them win a game now. Or, or even two. Um, There's but, a ton of injuries, but there's so they have too. so so much uh, you know COVID impact. I, I saw earlier yeah. uh, on, on the thing. So uh, really, I feel like this should be an easy cover for Seattle. I don't I don't see why. And I think the other thing is like Seattle's running backs are going to try hard but, because but what, they're what all if, they're all looking for jobs. You know, this is this is an important part of the season. But what if Jared Goff is playing? He's questionable right now, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Seattle, how, you know, how, Detroit's how, had Detroit's made their milestone for the season, right? So, and I so think Seattle still trying. How do teams usually react at the end of the season in the NFL when they're both out of the playoffs last two weeks? They they sit about sit a bunch of people, or do they play their hardest? Like, what happens usually? Well, a lot of the role players, people searching for jobs, are still going to play their hardest, right? So, and I feel, uh, you know, Pete Carroll will still have his team ready. So I have a stat. Detroit has been 6-1 and one against the spread in their last seven. And potentially Swift might come back this game. Have you thought of that? No, I have not looked at that at all. I'm mostly looking for a Seattle team that's, you know, needs to put their game together just to ha- have the satisfaction of the ending of their season. So that's okay. that's the direction I would lean. Okay, so what what's your... So you're leaning Seattle spread, I'm guessing. That's right. Okay, I'm actually the opposite for you, than you here. I, I'm actually leaning Detroit because of that stat. I, they're playing really well recently. The bookmakers are not giving any respect to Detroit. I see Seattle's pass defense being second worst in the league, um, having some trouble. So as long as Goff is in and is not a backup, uh, I forget who the backup was, but um, I would lean to Detroit plus seven and a half if I had to pick something here. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. So now getting some juicier games. So this third game, a divisional rivalry here, AFC West. You want to look at the Denver Broncos versus the Chargers, LA Chargers. So this opened with the Chargers being the favorites, uh, minus six, currently sits at minus six and a half. The total, sorry, the game total is 45 and a half, and it currently still sits at 45 and a half. So before you start, some key injuries. Uh, Bridgewater is out. Drew Locke is in, and Chargers, there weren't any big names that are out, but they do have a few cornerbacks out and safeties out due to COVID, so take it away. Yeah, so, I mean, COVID's impacting a lot of teams. Denver decided to do a virtual practice today, uh, from what I read. Uh, I get graded this game for the Chargers to win, but really in this game, I actually like the under. Um, the total's quite high compared to what you see out there uh, right now. It's uh, 46. Um, and uh, yeah, I feel like both teams are going to battle hard uh, in a divisional game, right? And uh, a couple of interesting trends I, I see that uh, uh, for the Broncos, when they've covered two weeks in a row, 
Uh, that third game, the under plays out uh, 20 out of the last uh, 27 times that happened. Sorry, can you repeat that again? So, so when Broncos, lose? when they've no, when they've covered the spread, yeah, right, two weeks in a row. When it, when it comes to the third week, yeah, right, they're they're underplays 20 out of the last 27. Traditionally, Denver has always been a run first defensive team, so I feel like this is, you know, probably a, a capturing on when they are playing well, then the things that they're doing well are working for them. So, so is that just a Denver Bronco? Stat or is that that's a Denver, any, Dem- any Denver Broncos? That's okay. a Denver Broncos stat. Just Denver. Okay. Yeah. So the okay. other things that highlight that Denver right now they have one of the top uh, red zone defenses. I think it's around okay. 28, 33 percent. Right. So that's going to cut down the scores. And just as a trend, their away games this year, six of seven of them went under. Right. So I feel like that's okay. uh, definitely going to stay stay, in, stay stay possible. Well, and and you know the Chargers they're gonna they're gonna do their best, but uh, I feel like they're gonna play a measured game too because it is well, divisional. Both, both both of them are, have lost two games in a row. Yeah. So okay. So and it's it's important for both sides. So I, I really like the under here. I do also like the the Chargers, but probably the under is my my uh, my bigger player, my bigger lean here. Okay. Um, so this one, when I looked at it, I saw that away divisional dogs have a slight uh, advantage here, especially for the spread. And Denver had only allowed eight rushing touchdowns all season. So that might actually go with your under. Mm-hmm. But in the end of the day, I lean Denver because I feel like they're going to play spoiler here. They, they, they look, they, they're in the playoff hunt, but they are very unlikely to get in. I believe Chargers are ahead of them. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be a very hard hard uh, time for Denver to get in but I'm sure they would love nothing than to just stick one to the Chargers just to get them back and it's divisional rivalry so so I I take the lean on the uh, Denver Broncos all right okay okay well over to your game so my game another one so we've seems like we've been picking a divisional uh, NFC East team pretty much every podcast here to look at so this is philly versus washington washington's at home but they're the dogs so philly is favored two and a half it opened at and it's now sits at minus three so it went up a little bit and the total is 43 and a half and it now sits at 44 and a half and right now the only real key injury that's not COVID related uh, is Miles Sanders broken hand for Philly the running back so might be might be something that might put uh, Philly behind so one of the things I looked at here is I try to look at end of the season when there's dogs playing divisional rivalries so a dog team so that's the Washington football team uh, who have had a season against spread percentage of 35 or less when they play their opponent who have a spread cover 50% or, or more, they win 60% of the time. Do I need it's to repeat like, that? No, that's all. Well, basically, you're saying like someone's been playing well and covering, now they're like overvalued. Yes. Um, but because it's a divisional rivalry, you know, Washington still does their job and, and covers it. Exactly. Them. And right now, last week, Washington was completely embarrassed by the Cowboys. And they were basically decimated by COVID for two weeks in a row. They didn't get the practice together. They were definitely uh, out of sync. And now I think they're probably in sync. And they are probably also, just like the previous game, looking to play spoiler against the Eagles here. And that's why this pick, I would pick the, the Washington football team uh, spread, which currently sits at plus three. What do you think? Got it. 
Got it. Yeah, I definitely think this game is going to be close. A lot closer than what most people think. However, I, when I looked at this, Washington is 2-7 and seven, um, uh, to the under uh, when playing a divisional game in the NFC East as a dog. So I just feel like that means they like to keep the games close. Yeah. Kind of Washington style, you know, I don't know, you know, prototypical, whatever that means. You know, Washington football team style, style football, lots of defense, lots of running. Um, but I think I saw one challenge though that Philly has one of the best recent rush defenses in the last several weeks. So I'm not sure I, I could back. How, how good I is the best? Like they, like under 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 hundred like eighty under 100 yeah yards. like under 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 you know eighty to uh, or ninety yards. So and Washington's run game just hasn't been as consistent. I think Antonio Gibson has well one of those coming off a toe like injury or, yeah. or or something like that. So I yeah I, I think. You know, Washington definitely wants to put up a battle, but you know, f- f- the Eagles are in the driver's seat, so they, they really should just run with it and, and win. But I, I do recall picking a game on the Eagles a couple weeks ago, one that would have been easy an uh, easy it's win for the them. Giants. And then and yeah, and they 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 pulled up lame. So divisional games, they're always well, that's, tricky. That's why I like going against the Eagles. They're they're crazy in in uh, what's the word inconsistent. In, yeah, Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, there, there you go. we go. Okay, so now that we looked at all four games, what would be your pick of the week? My for pick us to of the lockdown. My lock, my pick of the week is the Denver Broncos and LA Chargers under under forty six. Under forty six, you got okay. Yep. Did you get that in Pinnacle or somewhere? So I got. That. I guess it doesn't really matter. People who see it now, they'll get this. It's it's a Thursday night right now. December 30th, so if they, they can find a line that way, they, they'll find it. Yeah. Okay. So, Denver LA Chargers under 46 is your lock. What do you got? Okay, my lock is Miami Dolphins uh, plus three and a half. So, this one is, I, I think I'm, I'm riding their, uh, their streak. Their streak um, and also basically fading the titans and they're 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 just struggling um and so everything's going against them so i take the miami dolphins here all right keep it going all right that's it for football i don't think we have anything else to to talk about football anymore right that's about it so we gave our two picks gave our analysis and uh we'll likely have some twitter picks for any over-unders or some last minute plays to go to our go towards our record sounds good well why don't we Catch up a little bit on hockey. Yeah, we haven't had anything to post really. We did post two plays this week. Um, sorry, three plays, and we did end up winning. We went two and three two days ago. Uh, we have a few plays tonight that are finishing up. We don't know the results yet. Uh, we had Nashville, New York Islanders, and the Flames. We're one and one right now. It's waiting on the Flames going to end. So tomorrow, though. I do have a interesting look on the Washington Capitals. So we have a bunch of teams right now coming off that COVID break. So lots of teams with eight days rest, nine days rest, 10 days rest. And then they're also coming back without a full roster. And there's already a few teams that have played already. So this is a very opportune time to take those teams who have been playing already against the teams that haven't. Because those teams that haven't, they have not practiced together. They have not done anything together. They've probably been off with their families because they mixed in uh, the ex-Christmas holidays in there. 
and they play the Detroit Red Wings who have not played for over 11 days. So if you were to generically look at a stat of teams that are playing against other teams with lots of rest, the team that's been playing with either one or two days rest is 100, the record is 120 and 99 for 18.4 return on investment. So 18.4% return on investment. So that's why I think the Washington Capitals, and sorry, this is away games too, so away teams. So that's why the odds are a little better that way too. So Washington away against the Detroit Red Wings is my pick for tomorrow's game. And this will likely be a regulation play because I have a feeling Washington would like to be about minus two, 220 or 230. So regulation maybe minus 130 or 140 if you can get it that way. Mm-hmm. So that's my thing. Okay. Well, I'm looking I'm along a little bit along that same line. I'm looking at the Oilers actually. And the Oilers... Um, they played already, right? They played they already. Played, but they the lost, Devil, yeah. they lost. They lost a tough game against the, the Blues. Um, the Devils have also played. The Devils battled out and and, and uh, against another bottom team of the the Sabers, but they won. But uh, you know whether the Devils win or lose, it really doesn't impact a whole lot. You know, kind of future future capabilities. But the one thing the Oilers have been uh, doing well this year is bouncing back from losses on the road. After a loss on the road, they are three and one, and I like them to do that, especially with their veteran goalie. Um, back uh, is it is it Mike Smith? I, I believe uh, I believe he will play because there's, yeah. there's the rest day there, and he is they're still their number one, so um, he's going to play, uh, and I think they'll back them. And I like the odds I saw for regulation win. It was plus one hundred one, plus one hundred one in regulation. Yeah, okay. so I feel like there there's definitely good value there. I think so too because the Oilers they when they play they score a lot of goals and they they just it's a running gun style so. It's, it, it, I don't see it going overtime either. Yeah. So, okay. That's and then in one dangerous game, we just saw the Lightning get just pummeled by Florida tonight, 9-3. Um, to Because usually we would like to play the Rangers here and there because they uh, they, they're good dogs on the road. But uh, I'm not really sure about tomorrow. Tampa Bay might actually Want some bounce revenge. back. Yeah. Or they, um, or they could be still stalking. Well, and, and we usually have our fade on the Coyotes and the Kraken. The Kraken one worked bit because they they did lose to the flyers the other day tonight hopefully it works again that they'll lose to the flames but i don't have anything else except there's one big highlight the the, the canucks they just keep winning they can't yeah, they these, can't stop these stop canucks. winning here here and uh are they tonight right tonight? now zero zero right now okay um okay they could uh they could be in the playoffs by next week <laughs> the way they're well, going well let's not get too carried away so don't plan any parades just yet. Uh, uh, I think that's it for NHL. Okay. We have some good records going. Um, well, we like we, talking about value, so I do yeah. want to bring up... Yeah, you have NBA. We have NBA now. So no more NHL? Are we done yeah, with NHL? Yeah, we're, we're done with NHL. Okay. So NBA, we have been hitting it quite well there. Um, I just want to take a quick look at what were our stats here. Here We are hitting it at 55% for plus 12.77 units. So when I say 55%, it's out of 80, so our record is 86 and 72. So that's pretty good. That means we're hitting a lot of dog plays too. Do you want to talk about that? Because I know you hit a big underdog play just yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. So we like to you know, look at where the market is not uh, affording some really good teams 
um, you know, their, their talent or, you know, their capability. Um, so yesterday we uh, backed the Clippers over the Celtics. The Clippers, you know, being a solid playoff team, um, uh, you know, historically, uh, but playing on a little bit of a cold streak, right? And, and being an underdog, a, a big underdog, unfortunately, for whatever reason, you know, uh, against the Celtics. And this is a, just a value pick that we, we found um, uh, that, you know, plus 195. We played both the spread and uh, half unit on the money line. And just, uh, you know, we're going to try and continue to find these value picks. Uh, so do you, do, you know, do you know why the Clippers were underdog by so much? I, I've Six points underdogs. I yeah. mean, they're they're on the road. Um, they, they weren't, you know, huge, huge underdogs. It helped, obviously. Boston has some COVID roster disruption. Um, but I feel like, uh, you know, the Clippers just haven't been, they haven't been covering either. So really, uh, you know, it was an opportunity to find some some value there. Uh, yeah, that, that's just odd that. to me. I, I I know I just left. Uh, I just leave NBA to you, to you guys deal with. I'm 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 not the NBA guy. I just stick around here. The Celtics are actually they actually have a losing record, and yet they were six points favorites over the Clippers. That's that was good value. Yeah. So as we see those, we'll share them, and hopefully we'll continue to hit some of those from time to time. And you know the great thing about value picks is if we can if we can hit fifty percent on underdog picks then you know we're, we're going to be very happy with uh with those results so i think uh going forward also so you'll see a lot of those coming back on twitter so make sure you follow our twitter we do have all these picks free obviously and we just explain every week a little bit more it's how we pick these um we have nothing to hide we share everything that we do so you were able to learn with us and see and hopefully profit with us. I don't think we have anything else to talk about this episode. We're It's a shorter episode, but I think we have four picks for everybody. Yeah. We've we have, got uh, an under on the Chargers and Broncos. We've got the Dolphins, three plus three and a half. Plus three and a half, yeah. We've got your Caps, and we've got the Oilers in regulation. Yeah, it's also the Caps in regulation. Just uh, We just don't know the... The clear odds are for them right now, but we'll post them. Good stuff. Well, is that it for this episode? Yeah, hopefully we keep our our podcast picks streaks going. We're six and zero right now in our last two episodes. Hopefully we extend that. And then yeah, that's all I have. All right, that's great. Well, that's it for this episode of the Pick Doctors Sports Betting Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. We'll be posting more picks there throughout the week. I'm the Chief. And this is the Res. As always, happy betting and good luck. Mm-hmm.